The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. Hello, everyone. Ready for another Bring Your Soul to Work inspirational vibe. I've got something a little bit, uh, what one might consider to be a little bit less soulful today to talk about, which is goals. Um, so sometimes we think of goals as like these external things out there and they have a lot to do with doing, but I want to pull this whole thing together today and talk about how goals are actually a response to what's going on in our soul. And when we pull this whole thing together, we have a complete package of a well-lived, well-intentioned, purposeful interesting and fulfilling life. If we are on purpose and don't know where we are going, it's a little bit like a rudderless ship out there. Yes, we can enjoy being tossed about on the ocean or watching the view, and that might feel good. But how we are made up as human beings requires us to connect some dots on fulfillment, on satisfaction, and on completion. There's a lot to be said for having a sense of completion. And as we set goals, it is our intention to complete them. So we're going to talk about this today. And I'm also going to tell you some stories of some wonderful clients who um, scaled the fear of setting goals and got, got through that because so many of us, walking around, thinking about what we want next, thinking about maybe next year, being afraid of it maybe, not wanting to set goals because what if I don't make that goal, then I'll feel lousy about myself. Or maybe people who raised you told you not to aim too high. You'll get disappointed. The whole not put your eggs in in the same basket. All these cliches and warning signs Don't be too ambitious. Don't think too highly of yourself. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Don't set your sights too high because you're going to get disappointed. As if you can't handle that. I don't know about you, but every human being I've ever worked with as a coach and every human being I've ever worked with as an executive in the healthcare world for the years I did could handle disappointment. Okay, there might be some 
gnarling of teeth. There might be some crying. There might be some anger. There might be some disappointment, frustration. But, I mean, people live through that. The problem is there's this false expectation that we want to avoid that. There's this false expectation as part of the human expectations that we don't ever want to have negative feelings. So I'm going to tackle that piece first because once we get clear on the fact that we can handle some negative feelings, we now have the courage to set forward some boldness, to set our soul on fire toward what we really want. And I'm going to share experiences of clients. I'm going to share experiences of me. I'm going to talk through this because it's important to understand how to live the most fulfilling life. And I'm always talking about the soul. I'm always talking about law of attraction. All of that doesn't work really well unless we have the structure, the structure of goal setting, the structure of by when, where, who, how, etc. We've got to have that structure so that we can pour our energy into a channel and make it as effective and fulfilling as possible. So we're going to talk about that. The, the, the bad news here is if you don't set goals because you're afraid of them, someone else's goals are going to dominate your life. Someone else's ideas about what you should do and who you should be are going to dominate your life when you don't have your own goals energized, when you don't have your own intentions as the highest vibing energy within you. If it's shut down, if that piece inside of you is not energized, you are going to, by definition, have to be living according to someone else's goals, someone else's ideas of who you need to be. On my clarity calls, when I talk to women about their careers and what's going on and what's not working for them, so often I hear of careers that are, well, this boss asked me to do this, so that's what I did. Or, you know, I'm doing this, but I really fell into it. I don't know about you, but I don't want any soul on this planet living a life where they feel like their career and the work that they do and the contributions they make in this big, beautiful world is something they just fell into. That's so disempowering. And then when you fall into this career path or this job that turns out to be a 14-year, 20-year, 28-year stint, your life has been passive and at the whim of other people's decisions. Yeah, I kind of fell into this after college. And then my ex-boss asked me to do this marketing thing. So I kind of was in marketing for a while. And then, you know, we moved. So I took a job as an analyst. And that was kind of okay too. But then I thought maybe I should go back to marketing. And then our company expanded and they needed a bigger analyst. So I got more into analysts and I didn't really like it. And I didn't really feel comfortable in a computer all day making numbers and doing stuff. But this is where I am. All day long, this is who we talk to. No offense, but if your life is not moving forward in the direction of who you are and what you want, you will be living someone else's dreams. You will be at the whim of them. And that is no way to live your life on this planet. That's no way for your soul and your, and your life to be 
to be carved up by someone else. It's just not what your human soul is about. It's just not what you're here for. So we have to consider the value of creating really cool goals and having that match up with what's going on. Uh, So let's dive right in. And let's dive right in to what happens when we don't set goals. And if you'd like to join the conversation about goals or anything, career, coaching, life, law of attraction, if you want to ask me a question, get some coaching here live on, on the radio, or just say hello and share some ideas and thoughts, you can join me at 816-251-3555 and let the conversation uh, be partly about you. Wouldn't that be fun? So go ahead and join us if you would like to call in. So here's what happens when we don't set goals. Like I said, your path becomes someone else's path. Someone else has better ideas about what they want in life, and you happen to be in their path or working for their company or in their department, and they're going to basically direct you here, there, and otherwhere if you don't have your own intentions. We have a woman in the workshop right now who um, literally passed up an opportunity to work in another department because it didn't satisfy who she is and what she wanted to do next. And she knows that because of the work that we've done in the workshop so far. And she was afraid, of course, not to take that opportunity because she thought that that would basically mark her as negative. Um, she would be seen as, 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 as ungrateful. All of this filters and programming of how you know nice, polite people uh, tend to want to be in the world. And... And when we're at work, we have to exert ourselves a bit. Uh, Situations like this have to be taken for the seriousness that they are because if you take someone's idea of what they want you to do and it doesn't fit what you want to do and what you're skilled at and how you see yourself progressing, shame on you, basically. I don't want to shame anyone, but just you have to carve your path. You have to create for you what works. And if you don't have confidence in who you are, if you don't have that alignment, if you don't have that definition of what you bring to the table and why and what you want to do next, then you can't make those decisions and you can't be carving your path. It's it's impossible to do that. So if an airplane takes off from the New York airport and doesn't know where it's going, it doesn't even know what runway to take off on. So you have to be like your own airplane and you have to say, I'm taking off from here. I'm going here. This is how long I expect it to take. This is who I'm taking with me. And perhaps we're going to have to swerve a little bit around that thunderstorm up there, or we're going to have to maybe change our altitude because there's another plane that's going to cross our path over there. So you have to make adjustments. You have to make adjustments as you go along. You have got to be making adjustments on your path. The problem with people and goals is that a lot of human beings see A to B and say, well, if there's going to be a problem, get me to B. I don't even want to set that up because I don't want to deal with that. There is very little goal setting that is truly linear. Goal setting and goal accomplishment has twists and turns. You have to be aware of that going in, and that is the one thing that will reduce fear. 
an airplane is constantly adjusting its speed and altitude and direction. Constantly, constantly, constantly. If an airliner is pointed seven feet to the left or right of its destination when it takes off, by the time it's flying for two hours, it's going to be miles, hundreds of miles from its destination. So you've got to point the nose of your plane, the goal, toward where you're headed. You've got to take off with certainty of the direction. And you have to own your own commitment and intention toward that direction. Those are some of the essential elements in getting somewhere. I'm using the metaphor of an airplane for obvious reasons. And then there's the metaphors of the of, of sailing a ship. If you don't leave shore, you're never going to go anywhere. And you've got to constantly shift the, the sails of a ship based on the wind. Constant adjustment, constant adjustment, constant adjustment. When I was in uh, one of the companies I was a healthcare executive in, we did a um, pretty deep, intense uh, cultural commitment to a Japanese quality improvement and organizational principles called Kaizen. And in the, in, in the performance improvement world, constant and never-ending improvements are what it's all about. To think that we brush our teeth once and it's done, no one would think that about brushing your teeth, but sometimes we think that's what goal setting is. Oh, I just want this goal, and if it doesn't happen, then I don't want to set goals ever. We'll get back to this piece of the conversation, but let me take a caller. Hello, caller from 312 Area Code. What's your name? Are, are you? Hey, it's Nicole. Hello, Nicole. How are you? Are you uh, calling to ask a question or you just wanted to listen into the call or to the show? Um, I was listening in. I wasn't able to get in on my computer. Okay, so you're just listening in? Fantastic. But- Yes, go ahead. Hey, um, if you have a question, I, go for it. Uh, well, I'm just I'm listening in because I'm I'm literally at a dead end with uh, with what's going on with my job, and mm-hmm. I I literally as much as I've been a goal setter in my life and have mm-hmm. always been the champion and the cheerleader for people to reach their goals and mine, and um, currently I've just literally fallen into and it's not even I'm not even in a rut I'm literally digging my grave staying at this job uh, so um, that's no good that doesn't feel great so no it's uh, not, not even yeah yeah yeah. I wasn't, yeah gotcha so just briefly you don't have to spell it all out for everyone to, to listen in on, on what's going on but just briefly um, what's What's the digging your grave? What's really going on there? Just kind of briefly. Well, I had treated poorly. I had. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I was just asking if you had been if you're being treated poorly. But go ahead, please tell me. Oh yeah, I don't even exist anymore. I literally have been. I've taken. I've I've taken this company to being as corporate as I I possibly could. Where. Um, the professor that I was working with, I was using my company as my example for my internship for school. And then mm-hmm. um, he basically looked at the fact that, like, I took this company and 
made it look like it was a big time corporate company. It's a still a mom and pop shop retailer. Now they haven't, they won't okay. take the steps they need to. So um, it's one of those things where now I'm a liability. My boss looks looks at me as if I'm a liability because I know what he should be doing, and so he looks at me okay. as if he's he knows what he should be doing, but he's doing so many underhanded and, and wrong things gotcha. that I now have okay. been moved away from him. Um, gotcha. And I don't, I used to yeah. talk to him every day. Here's what's going on, blah, blah, blah. Now he doesn't yeah. even look at me. Gotcha. Okay. So that is kind of, you know, some, you know, career limiting stuff going on. Here's what I would suggest for you. Uh, clearly this is a not going to work situation. Okay. Right. So one of the things that the, one of the, mistakes that some people make um, is to think that they're going to fix it or it's going to change. So sounds like you're pretty committed to, you need to move on. So well, here's, yeah. here's the thing that you have to, have to get clear on. You have to get clear on what you want and who you want to be um, personally in general. Like who do you want to be? How do you want to feel every day? What do you want to um, engage yourself in every day? And then what do you want to do? If you have uh, a sense of happiness and uh, accomplishment by uh, helping companies run better, change processes, make improvements, et cetera, and that feels fun for you, then you need to be in an organization that's going to accept that and reward you for it. And there are plenty of organizations that will do that. Sometimes we get stuck in a situation that, happens because maybe we're thinking a certain way about ourselves. Maybe we're thinking a certain way with the lack of confidence or they'll never see this and they'll never appreciate it. And maybe then all of a sudden they don't. And then we're like, how did this happen? So you don't have to actually do a post-mortem here. I think just recognizing that it's not what you want is enough. I mean, if you want to really dig into it and look into it, that's okay. Probably not really necessary. You just... Exactly. So, so just really get clear on who you want to be every day. This is who I want to be as Nicole living in the world. This is who I want to be. And then this is what I want to do. And get super clear on that and forget what's going on right now because the, the, the what is, is a remnant of what you've been thinking and feeling from the past. So just what is, is defined. You got it. Okay. Now let's mm-hmm. scope out what you want to be and what you want to do and get really clear on it and then start carving that path out with strong belief, strong intention and adding some goals in there so that you can hold yourself to that path. So it would be perhaps even every day a goal because if it's, if it's really that miserable that you've got to take a day off you clearly have to like have a goal every single day. Today, I'm going to be this and do that. Tomorrow, I'm going to be this and do that. And, and you need to craft for yourself, maybe this would be called micro goals, that you would be moving toward what you want to ultimately be doing for your next job. And it doesn't have to be months away. It could be weeks. But you've yeah, got to commit. To yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. So you've got to commit to those micro goals. And, and literally taking steps and not allowing your energy to be depleted 
based on this current situation. Like you just have to create a box around it. It is what it is. Get it. Got it. Boom. The more energy and meaning you put toward it, the more depleting it's going to be. So you have to really become basically independent of what that is. You just have to preserve who you are and what's going on and stop giving the energy and giving the emotional meaning toward it. You don't have to create meaning to this. You choose to because it's kind of how the human brain works. Well, what does this mean that the boss doesn't do this and doesn't look at me? And how does that mean who I am? Like, just can you shut some of that, if not all of that, just down, just turn off all of those TV screens basically inside of you? It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I'm not going to give any more energy to this. I know what it is. I've got my plan. I've got my goals. And I'm marching. You have to use self-discipline to really get yourself moving in that direction, especially if it's this horrible, because your, your body is consumed with how bad it feels. And then your body convinces your brain how bad it is. And then your brain stays in danger mode. And that's the fight, flight, freeze mode. So you're either burning it 100% of adrenaline and or you're, you're in a nervous system that is just so frazzled that everything is going to be like, ah, or you're so frozen. So we fight, flee, we, we fight, we freeze, or we flight. <laughs> so we either, we either battle this dragon, right. We, right. we run away from it, or we just freeze going, oh my God, I hope they don't eat me. You've got to get out of that danger mode and override it with your, really we override these things with our prefrontal cortex, the thing that makes us human we humans have something different than animals. We can override our primitive instincts. And so you're going to have to do that. You're going to have to override the danger brain instinct. And you're going to have to say, this is who I'm going to be. And this is what I'm going to do. And I'm doing this part of that today and this part tomorrow and this part the next day. Boom, 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 boom. 100 miles a day, 100 miles a day, 100 miles a day. And five days you've covered 500 miles in 10 days you've covered a thousand miles and you're well on your way to this trip to the destination of what you want. Yeah. You got to claim it though. You have to claim it and you have to stop focusing on what it is. Is that helpful? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Cause I literally am to the point where, um, I don't want to, I don't want to care. And I've literally per- talked myself perfect. into not perfect. caring what good that I don't even care if I show <laughs> up now, and I okay. have to pay rent. I have to okay. Buy food so you have yes, I, right. You have to get you have to get your paycheck. So you can do that without caring, and and without caring means that you have a boundary. It doesn't mean that you as a person don't care about other people or doing a good job. We're not saying don't be you. We're saying don't put right. energy toward the things that you can't change. Right. Shut that off. Be you. Show up and do the work you need to to maintain your paycheck. And then get the goal set and let's go on the plan. That's just, I mean, that's just what has to happen. Yeah. Okay. So when we have a a disease or, or something that just needs to be taken care of now, we just have to just discipline ourselves to just take action to move it, move it, move it, move it. Even yeah, when we're tired, even sense. when we're this or and that. that. So, yeah, and that's the mm-hmm. thing. 
I've worn myself into. Like I said, I'm not even in a rut. I'm digging my grave with this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's have you tell a different story about what you're going to do as soon as we get off this call. Okay. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Make a couple of statements of affirmation for yourself to know that you're, I you're actually. So, mm-hmm. No, I was just, this morning actually was, I, as I was walking, um, walking my pup, I was just literally like, where, okay, what do I want to do? What I've uh-huh. always helped people. I've always loved being the cheerleader. I've always been the cheerleader. I okay. want to work not for Ellen DeGeneres because she's about <laughs> 20 miles from me at the most. I want to work okay. with her. So I want to be doing okay. something amazing like she is. I want okay. to. And it's it's only because of the fact that she is the person that I used to be. As okay. Far as like well, we need to get you and back I'm to like, that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, I need to be around that again. Because okay. I've so here's, so many- yeah. So here's, here's a little tip. Sometimes when we go for something that we actually think that there's like this conclusion out there, um, our brain goes or our subconsciousness goes, who do you think you are? So can you stay away from the, the answer and just talk about what you want to be and do generally speaking? Can you stay kind of general? Because there might be some yeah. awesome opportunities for you that would be, can we just say, more likely and more easily readily available to you? Um, I'm not saying that Ellen Jenner wouldn't want to hire you. I'm just saying that no, you just need to kind of be and do. Yeah, I get you. So that's what you want to focus on. That's what you want to energize. That's what you want to bring to life, regardless of whether it's with Ellen DeGeneres or with the, you know, Red Cross. Just throwing that out there. So, exactly. so exactly. don't just, get too exactly. specific on the order. Just right on. The, exactly. So write that out. Feel it. Be in that space. Be in that energy. Be in that version of who you are. And 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 keep that alive. And and feed that. And and, and fertilize that. And and put sun on that. And pull the weeds when it come when they come up. That's what you've got to focus on. And, and develop in the greenhouse of your heart and your soul, you've got to energize that. And that will get you a long way toward really landing the thing that you want to get. We're going to take a break here, Nicole. Thanks so much for calling in. And Thank this you. is, you're welcome. This is exactly what has to happen for us to claim a goal, something that is bigger than we've done before, something that is going to move us toward what our, our soul is urging, please take me somewhere else. And in order to do that, we have to claim it in our heart and soul. We have to commit that we're worth it and that it's possible. I'm going to tell you some stories about some beautiful women I've worked with and how they have claimed their dream careers, their dream lives by setting goals. We'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, celebrating Pride Month with the LGBTQ community. Unity Online Radio is bringing the message of unity to thousands of spiritual seekers around the world. 
If you enjoy our programming, we invite you to support it by visiting unityonlineradio.org and clicking on Donate Now. Help us continue to provide inspiring content to everyone. Thank you for your support. Here's a Unity Teachable Moment with Rev. Ogan Holder, taken from a talk at Unity on the River in Amesbury, Massachusetts. Vulnerability is very uncomfortable. But as we know from so many teachings by so many people and from our own experience, the only way we will ever experience true connection is to be vulnerable, to be open. And to say, but what we say to ourselves, but when we're vulnerable, we risk being hurt. Well, you only risk being hurt, again, if you don't get a full understanding of how love works. Nothing and no one can hurt you. Nothing and no one is against you. And everything that happens in your life, as I always say, and I will always say, so if I keep saying it and you keep hearing it and you get tired of me hearing it, I apologize, but everything happens in our life as an opportunity for us to show up as God. To find a Unity Church near you, visit unity.org. Ah, Italy. The food, the wine, the art, the culture. Join friends from Unity on a trip to Italy in the spring of 2020. In Rome, you'll walk in the footsteps of the Apostle Paul, visit the Colosseum and the Roman Forum, then head down the beautiful Amalfi Coast to Sorrento, the Isle of Capri, and the ruins of Pompeii, all with people you feel as if you already know. For more, visit unity.org travel. Ready to roll the dice? Check out the new Intention Dice from Unity. Five dice, different colors, each with words that can prompt you to set an intention for the day, create an affirmation, or journal your thoughts. Roll the green die for abundance and see what comes up. Enriched, worthy, generous. Blue for health. Energetic, whole, radiant. Five dice, limitless possibilities for your life. Find them at unity.org dice. Recovery from addiction can be a lonely experience. Get help and support with Reverend Lonnie Vanderslice, Reverend Dan Beckett, and Spirit of Recovery every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central. Welcome to a place where spirituality and recovery meet. Each week, you'll hear stories and topics that are important to the recovery community. Tune in for some lively conversation and join in with your questions and comments. Nearly 21 million people struggle with addiction in America. Reach out and join us here on UnityOnlineRadio.org. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And we are back talking big and bold about goals. We are talking about why they're important. We're talking about how they're important. We're talking about how many times in life, goals that we set, goals that we want seem to be elusive because we're not there. And and so, again, sticking with the analogy of the airplane, um, if we're taking off from the airport in New York City and we're heading to Los Angeles, Are we sitting in the airport pissed off that we're not in Los Angeles? Are we saying, I'll never get there because I'm in New York? No, we have confidence and faith that the airplane's going to take us where we're going. 
for some reason, a lot of us human beings on this planet don't have that same confidence and faith in our life and in our ability to, to run our lives. Perhaps because we don't have good evidence around it. Perhaps because we've been doing some things that are very dysfunctional and very uh, against our own best interest because we were maybe taught things or programmed a certain way and conditioned this and conditioned not to think that we actually can have our own life and conditioned that we'll never be anything and this and that. So there's all this stuff that's in the way, all this stuff that's in the way. And by the way, if you like what you hear today, if you like my approach, if you like what I do, if you'd like to understand a little bit more about how I do my work, you can also always attend a webinar that I run all the time. It's five shifts to creating your, your dream career, basically how to bring your soul to work. And I do that five shifts webinar, I call it a masterclass, um, just about every single day. And you can find the times that would meet your schedule at mofall.com and then slash masterclass. Type that in your web browser, mofall.com slash masterclass. And I'll tell you a little bit about what the webinar includes. And then you can click on the uh, claim your spot and sign up for one of the times that it's running. If none of the times that uh, are running seem to satisfy your calendar, go ahead and find yourself a slot on one of those times anyway, because I'll send you a replay uh, in your email afterwards, and then you'll be able to see the replay of the webinar. Uh, so many people who have seen it told me that it, it literally changed their lives about things that they kind of felt were going on, but they didn't put words to it and they didn't really understand it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to debunk some of the reasons why careers get derailed and some of the reasons why we get derailed as people. And one of the things I talk about all the time is our gremlin brain. And really what that is, is that all that mushing up of things that we think and feel about who we are and how the world is to us. And when we have all those gremlins kind of in the way of our awesomeness, in the way of our soul and its full best expression, it, it, it junks things up. It's kind of like the airplane's got a maintenance malfunction and it doesn't ever take off. And we're wondering, what's wrong with the airplane? Why won't it just take off? Well, you've got to clean up and maintain so that the plane can fly. And these gremlins are everything from a lack of confidence to a, um, let's just say, an overdone nervous system, just like our caller earlier. It seemed like she was in a very stressful situation for a while. And the nervous system just gets hyped up into stress mode. And you you literally can't think good. <laughs> you you, you are not able to access the creative solution-oriented parts of, of, you, of your brain when you are in stress mode chronically. It shuts down the best parts of who we are. And so we walk around life being reactionary. And this is a constant state for many folks, and it is the furthest thing from your soul's beauty and, and, and grace and awesomeness. And as human beings, many of us get stuck in that mode. Many, many, many. I've had clients who've been on mental health leave from their jobs. I've had clients who've been hospitalized for nervous breakdowns. I've had clients who've had chronic migraines, clearly due to stress. No doctor could find anything. No MRI, no CT scan, no fancy hospital can find anything wrong. And what's happening is that that person is in such distress 
that their body literally has to start giving them the message of distress. And so when we are either afraid to set a goal or not interested because we think it'll never happen for us and we're not worthy of it or whatever those stories are, typically speaking, we're focusing on what we don't want and what might be in our life right now. And we're energizing that. And when we energize that, we make more of it and it becomes more and it just becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. And then an obstacle to getting what we want just seems unsurmountable. And it doesn't have to be that way. The unsurmountableness of it is that we have been focusing on it. We have been focusing on this big, hairy monster, this big, ugly gremlin. And all we can think of is gremlin, 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 gremlin. But I'd like you to consider is that by setting goals and by creating a destiny that you want in your life and or in your career, you are on the first step of claiming something that your soul has been begging you for. Begging. When your soul is begging you for something and you're not listening because all you're doing is focusing on the gremlin, you are destined to have further pain and agony in your life until you get it. That's the way it works. Your creator, the divine nature of who we are and how we are, is wanting to help you satisfy your soul. And if we don't step into that, the only way it can get our attention is by increasing the pain. And most people are walking around this planet focused on their pain and not doing what they need to do to overcome it because they may not know how and they may not believe that there's something that they can do and they may not think that they have what it takes. So wrap yourself up into believing in yourself, even if you have to kind of pretend a little bit, but tap into what that internal inner being says to you. You want to make a contribution. You want to be heard. You want to make improvements. You want to work with people who are fun and uplifting. You want to have that. So get clear on that. Get clear on who you want to be. B-E. Who you want to be. And start being that version of you as soon as possible. And as many minutes of the life that you lead as possible. Because the more time you spend in who you want to be and how you want to live your life, the doing will match up with it. It's a, it's a guarantee because it's how the universe is put together. This is what the law of attraction is all about. The law of attraction isn't about wanting something out there and then if we don't have a match for it in here, we're never going to get it. I talked about this in my last show. Please feel free to listen uh, to, the, to the archive of it on my page here on Unity Radio. The law of attraction is all about how we're vibrating and are we resonating at the level inside of the stuff we want on the outside. If we're not, we're never going to attract what we want. 
And the desire is going to be further and further out there. And again, what the human brain does is it looks at the difference between what I want and what's out there, and it focuses on the difference. Again, getting back in our airplane in New York City, we have to take off from the runway with our nose pointing in the direction of Los Angeles, if that's where we're going. If it's pointed toward Vancouver, we're not going to get to Los Angeles. And if we don't know that, and we land in Vancouver, we're going to be really upset that we got on the wrong plane. And then we may want to believe that planes don't get to their destinations, but what the problem is, is you got a new plane that was pointed somewhere else. And that pilot was driving to Vancouver, and you're like, I wanted L.A., but you didn't specify and you didn't get on the, wrong, on the right plane. And while you're flying above the big old country, if you're looking down and saying, yeah, we're not in L.A., we're never going to make it. Nope, we're not going to make it. This sucks. I'm not in L.A. Nope, 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 nope. If that's your inner dialogue, it's like freaking crashing the plane. Focus on who you want to be and where you want to go. This is why goal setting is so important because human beings need that, need the structure, we need the pathway, we need the destination, and do not fear setting a time. So if you say, I want to land a new job making $20,000 more in eight weeks, and you go about doing that, Let's say you land it in nine weeks or 10 weeks or 12 weeks or 13 or 14. Have you lost? Have you not accomplished your goal? Are you going to just punish yourself because the time frame didn't work? Or are you going to focus on the fact that you kept going and you kept wanting it and you kept doing and you kept being and you kept and you kept and you kept and then bam. If you plant tomatoes and the back of the seed plant says 45 days. And let's say your tomatoes come up in 41 days. Sometimes this happens with goals. Sometimes goals happen faster. Whoo, never thought about that, Mo. So 41 days, your tomato plant comes up. It's supposed to be 45. Do you say, nope, you said 45? Mm -mm. No, you take the tomato and enjoy it. What if it's 49 days? What if it's 52? Tomatoes, big red glistening on that plant on that plant in 52 days. Do you let it rot on the vine because the plant seed said 45? No one in their right mind would do that. But often, as humans setting goals, this is what we do. And this is why we don't set goals, because we don't want to be disappointed. Did you ever think maybe that disappointment would be about it coming earlier? (laughs) don't want to set a goal just in case it doesn't happen don't want to be disappointed that would be horrible disappointment's horrible can't stand it can't take it I'd rather be miserable where I am right now than disappointed that I didn't achieve something that I wanted that doesn't make any sense does it it doesn't make any sense on the wide world planet earth it makes no sense to despise where you are and then to be afraid of setting a goal to do something else because you don't want to be disappointed. Most people are living in disappointment as a chronic condition. 
and it's causing a lot of physical ailments. It's causing a lot of collateral damage among friends and family, bank accounts, etc. Do not let chronic disappointment and things in your life not being what you want, do not let that stop you from setting a goal. Do not. It's the exact thing that should be spurring you on to set a goal. It's the exact thing. The exact thing. From time to time, I have a woman in my workshop who um, is out of work. Usually about 25 to 30% of the women I work with uh, have been displaced for one reason or another. Sometimes literally fired from a job. Sometimes let go in a reorganization or company was bought out and that office downsized or closed or whatever the reason might be. And so when they're without a job, um, there's usually some pressure to get a job because of economic circumstances. Uh, not too many people on this planet can live very long without actually getting their paycheck coming or getting money into their household. So we bring women into the workshop and we start working with them right away on their soul and building their inner them up. And we then get at the specific action of what is that next job going to look like? What's that career going to look like? And we start to, to weave it together with who they are, what they bring to the table and education, expertise, and experience, and start weaving that together into a plan. And that plan involves having a nice, crisp new resume. It involves having a total kick-ass LinkedIn profile. It involves doing networking and interview prep and stuff like that to totally get ready to shine at a whole new level. And while we're doing that, if someone has lost their job, they're going to feel some doubts and they're going to have some job trauma. And we've got to work through that. And sometimes that takes a little bit of time for that person to feel that they can really be all that and show up interviewing powerfully, etc. So sometimes the economic tick-tock, 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 i got to make money, outpaces the dream job plan. And we have to do something that I call in the workshop the J-O-B, the job that you got to take because you need a job and you need some money. And sometimes this is like, oh, I don't want to do that. It's not what my goal was. Well, in the world of achieving, in the world of success, in the world of doing whatever it takes to get there, sometimes a J-O-B in the interim is exactly what one needs to do to basically claim, I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to be that. I'm going to do what I need to do to move forward and be the warrior on the journey so that I can then claim the next thing. We had a woman in the, in the uh, workshop. She graduated maybe a month ago. She's in the kick-ass grad group now. Super secret society of all the women who've been through my workshop and they continue to have awesome lives and dream careers and support each other and it's a wonderful community. And she, was, she found herself in this exact situation. And the advice was, take the J-O-B that's going to pay you and at least you'll be in the workforce and doing something and feeling good about yourself, etc., well, as she's doing that and saying yes to that and feeling kind of cringing and, uh, we helped her work through some of that, um, follow up on the opportunities that are out there that haven't quite come together for you. Call people, reach out, let them know. So she did that because she wanted her goal. She wanted her dream job. She wanted to land it. She wanted to land that plane. 
but she had to be willing to step into something that maybe she didn't want in order to claim to the universe, hey, I'm willing. I'm willing to do what it's going to take. And she did that in days before she started that, that J-O-B. Uh, she was able to put together and receive a job offer for the dream job, which she has begun working in, and she's super excited. And now she's working with really, really cool, awesome people, and she's using every talent that she brings to the table in this new job. And it's really, really cool to see someone pull that off and pull it together. And she went through not only a job loss, but also her dad having a serious health condition that she had the time to attend to because she had lost her job. A gift on the, on the inside of something that seemed like it was something super negative. Turns out she was really not in a great environment at her previous job. And because she's a worker and because she knows how to get stuff done, she actually wasn't even really totally paying attention to the fact that she was being treated kind of poorly and disregarded in meetings and being shut down. And we had to work through some of that in the workshop in order for her to be able to claim this beautiful dream job that she is now in. You see, on the way to your goals, on the way, you're going to learn things about yourself that are necessary to get to where you're going. And your brain can't figure out all the things you need to learn to get there. But the universe is going to orchestrate this on your behalf to get you ready to be the person that you need to be for that beautiful dream job. And if you're suffering right now, if you're not where you want to be, set a goal. Set an intention, get strong and committed on it, and then be willing to do what it's going to take to get there. Because if you're not willing, you're not going to be able to carve through the muck, the gremlins. They're feasting on you. You have to be committed to your goal in order to get through that. And it's learning and it's growth and it's building your spiritual muscle so that you're the person you need to be on the other side of that. And if you can't claim a goal big enough to get you through that, you will not get through it. You need to claim the goal. You need to be a visionary for yourself about what you can be and can do. And you've got to have strong convictions and commitments for that because you're going to go through some stuff. And it seems hard and difficult and dark sometimes, but if you don't go through that, you're never going to be the, the, the you that you have to be for where you want to go. And we can make sense of this in like baseball. If you're playing high school baseball and you're good, you got to be ready for college baseball. And then you got to be ready for the pros. And if you're not willing to put the practice and the effort in to get better, to raise it up to the next level, you're not going to get there. And then it would be really easy to say, they didn't pick me. They didn't see the greatness that I have. Well, maybe it's because you didn't actually show up to do the work to get through the lesson to get yourself to that next level. In order to do something that you've not done, to claim a desired beautiful goal, you have to be willing to go through what it's going to take to get you there. And that resolve, that level of commitment, is sometimes what people are missing. And that's why they don't set the goal in the first place. Again, 
as if you're in the New York airport on your way to Los Angeles and you don't trust the plane to get you there. You're not going to board. Matter of fact, you're probably not even going to show up at the airport. You may distrust airplanes so much, you may say, I'm just going to drive. Okay, it's going to take you like three days. Go ahead and drive. You're going to see twisty, turny roads. You're going to have to take detours. You're going to have to stop overnight. You're going to have to do what it takes to get there anyway. It's a little tougher trip than getting in a plane and flying for four or five hours. Setting a goal means being committed to the destination, no matter what. Setting a goal means honoring yourself and honoring the beautiful planet and journey that you're on right now in this life existence and honoring the fact that you're worth that next something. And it means staying focused on where you're going and what you're going for. And when you can claim that level of commitment for who you are and how you are going to live your life and you can claim that for you, you can set goals and you can go for it. Most people who are overnight successes have been working on it for years. Years. Get in the habit of setting micro goals, small step-by-step goals. And then you will be able to aggregate, laying the bricks along the yellow brick road toward your Oz. But if you don't lay the bricks, you're going to be walking through mud. You're going to be wondering, and you're going to be in that dark forest, and all these demons are going to jump out and scare you and tell you that there's no such thing as Oz. Love the Wizard of Oz as a metaphor for what this life is all about. And as you, if you know the story, you know that Dorothy basically collected other beings that needed something that she ultimately is what she needed. And in the metaphor of the Wizard of Oz, she believed in those, the scarecrow and the lion and the tin man getting what they needed on the way. She believed in them getting it. And what was really happening is that she was believing in herself. And it brought her to her selfhood. And she was able to return home. So do that for yourself. Set a big goal. Where do you want to go? And then chart the course in that direction and stay committed to it for you. Stay committed to it. Stay on the road. Keep going. You know, this is often the journey that people need help with. It's what I do for a living. I help coach people through this journey. And it can be a dark night in the forest. It can be an ugly road with flying monkeys and things like that happening. And most people react to that and then they stop. So one of the great things I do as a coach, I have a team of coaches. I have a beautiful staff of people who help me with my clients, move them into their dream jobs, move them into their dream selves. We help people through the dark night. We help people through the times where the flying monkeys come out to not overreact to that and to stay on the course and to believe in themselves enough that they're going to get their positive outcome. If you'd like to learn more about it, again, you can visit my masterclass at mofall.com slash masterclass. And if you'd like to have a conversation with one of my wonderful career breakthrough strategists to 
talk through your career, what's going on and what you really want to do and, and what you would like to have in life. We'd be happy to do that with you. And you can book that free call at mofall.com slash give me clarity. And when you get on that phone with one of my very talented, wonderful career breakthrough strategists, we're going to sort through what's going on in your career and help you understand the obstacles. And if my workshop is going to be the thing that we can help you with, that's cool. If not, sometimes we send people to other coaches or perhaps another direction to help them. If you want the life that your inner being believes that you could and should have, it is about time to get started on it and set that goal. Give yourself that intention. Give yourself that gift of believing that you can get there. And if you need guidance and assistance, like many of us do, I've had coaches in my life for 19 years. I wouldn't live any other way. The guidance and the support of someone who knows what they're doing and knows how to get through that is worth your life. You are worth it. Set your goals, be bold, and love on yourself and believe in yourself. This is Coach Mo Fall. You can find me at mofall.com and all over social media at Coach Mo Fall. I'll see you next time on Bring Your Soul to Work. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.